Hello and welcome to Simply Moving, the podcast brought to you by Segway Robotics. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney, and we have a lot to dive into today. I'm so excited to have our guest today. Tony Ho is the vice president of Segway Robotics. Thank you so much for joining me, Tony. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. Yeah. So before we dive into everything, do you want to give a brief background of just, you know, how involved you are with this and just give people a little more of an inkling of what can they expect from everything that you've been seeing and doing with the company? Yeah, I have been heavily involved with this uh, robotics movement, if you will. Uh, and actually, even before I spent almost like full time now on robotics, I, I was in the scooter sharing business and also the, the, the retail related uh, business as well. And now, now it's actually called micro mobility business. Uh, but I, I have observed uh, essentially a movement from a simple uh, a scooter, even starting from the baby scooters, now become more high tech scooters. And in fact, the scooter is becoming even more uh, uh, AI focused or computer uh, smart focused. Um, so, so uh, in some way, this is just a continuation. What I have done in in the past with the scooters. Now I'm I'm sort of transitioning over more on the robotics side, and and so if you think about what we do now is uh, essentially these are the robot on wheels. Uh, sometimes I, I I call them uh, cell phones on on, on wheels, uh, but mostly back to the the topic that it's still uh, simply moving, and we're trying to use essentially robotic technology to simplify the moving of people and and moving of uh, uh, objects, if you will. Yeah. And speaking of objects specifically, we're really going to talk about something that I think is fascinating here from kitchen to your dining table. So that automatically excites so many people because we all have to eat. We're all dining out. So I can't wait to hear about this. So let's start off, first of all, with Segway Robotics, what it is, because when we hear Segway, immediately image of Segway scooters are conjured up in our minds, but Segway Robotics is so much more. So let's talk about some of the needs that Segway Robotics fills in the B2B world. Yeah, uh, with respect to food, obviously food is probably one of our, our biggest ticket items on uh, uh, our, our, our home bill. Uh, uh, one of the biggest, as I consider uh, maybe housing is the, the biggest one, but uh, food is sort of the, the most uh, the common one. Uh, so we are looking at the, the share of the market. That seems to be the biggest market to tackle for us. Uh, and also happen to be, uh, this is the sector these days. Uh, and when it comes to food, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you heard a lot of story about labor shortage and, and sort of exp how expensive uh, all the restaurants and takeout and all these things are. Uh, so there's actually really uh, a pain to, to be solved in that industry where uh, uh, robotics can help tremendously. Uh, to reduce the cost for uh, uh, to bring the food from the kitchen to your table, so we thought that was sort of the biggest uh, problem we could solve. And also, uh, interesting enough, we actually see a lot of the movement on the micro mobility side. People are actually using uh, micro mobility uh, product like uh, scooters and, and e bikes to deliver uh, groceries and and and, and takeouts. Uh, and that sort of the sector. Uh, seems to be booming re quite quite a bit recently as well, and especially with COVID uh, hit, um, and there's a lot of people and uh, are getting used to uh, take out food as opposed to dining in, and and even within the restaurant, uh, they're seeing some um, some need for having uh, non-contact uh, uh, delivery or, or bring the food uh, serving and to the to the table. 
Um, and so in some way, we, we actually see a huge opportunity here, uh, both for the industry and also for us as a, as a company. So we actually chose the food uh, tech industry uh, as a, our sort of entry point into uh, bring, bring goods or, or, or things to, to people. Uh, and as a continuation of bringing people to from point A to point B, we actually now are bringing food to you uh, from the kitchen, either to the dining table or to uh, your your home. It really is amazing to see where technology is taking us. So specifically with updates of indoor service robots, as we talked about, and then outdoor delivery robots, let's talk about that. And then some common challenges that I'm sure you would have to tackle trying to get the most cutting edge technology out there for B2B. Yeah, um, I think uh, uh, it's not a new notion that uh, robots can can help people to to deliver goods right from point A to point B. Uh, the challenge in the industry has always been how you uh, right size the technology for the specific task. Um, and I think associated with that is actually a lot of uh, uh, sort of related subject. Uh, one of them is that uh, how uh, universally you could use a robot. And so so that applies to different uh, environments. So so a typical example is that the, the outdoor delivery robots that designed for sort of uh, uh, driving on the street and in the rain and whatnot, they're usually not very uh, intelligent or useful inside a dining hall or, or restaurant and vice versa. And so, so it seems like uh, the Swiss Army knife approach of sort of the general human noise, and we see in the in the in sort of Terminator Two, and and and, and those movies, and they they don't exist in, in in the real world. So it's almost like you have to design specific robot catered to specific applications. And not only that, it almost needs to be integrated in, in the current work system or current flow uh, as well. So. Uh, we start to realize that uh, there is actually different uh, form factors for specific uh, use scenarios. So, for example, we actually have a different model of robots. Even within indoors, we have robots that are serving the dining table, but uh, we actually have uh, a, a specific robot designed for a hotel as well. And now we actually have outdoor delivery robot uh, that's designed for essentially bringing a sandwich from, you know, Essentially, the DoorDash platform, and then bring it to your to your home. Um, so, so in some way, uh, we are helping the industry not just to sort of come up with sort of the the right product, but also we're helping the industry to scale. Because uh, when it comes to real implementation, it's beyond just the the product itself, and, and sometimes it's not even uh, about one or two products. It's about how you scaled up to uh, thousands, if not tens or hundred thousands of these robots so everybody can afford it and also they can be used widely in in all kinds of scenario yeah well speaking of use so who would you say benefits the most from Safeway robotics who is the ideal customer who really has the most to gain from bringing Segway into the mix uh, I guess ultimately it's always the consumer wins right so so if having food conveniently, Delivered to your door, or or sitting in the restaurant, and and you you you're served by some uh, robot very quickly and cleanly, um, and and also sometimes having fun. Um, so that's ultimately the sort of the beneficiary of robotics technology. But I immediately what we see is the uh, the, the restaurant owners, the, uh, the 
platforms. Um, and, and they actually can immediately see some uh, benefit from that. So, for example, uh, a restaurant, uh, you probably heard a lot is, uh, in the news that uh, there's a lot of labor shortage. Uh, one is in, inside the restaurant. There's, you know, you can't even find uh, a waiter, waitress uh, to serve table. Uh, kitchen, you know, you, you, you're having people having trouble hiring cooks. And so there's actually a lot of specific tasks robot can, can help uh, for the restaurant owners. And then uh, for uh, for actually also for restaurant, but also for the delivery platform, um, and uh, um, uh, we are seeing um, lack of uh, delivery uh, folks as well. And so these are the people uh, we used to call them uh, gig workers, right? So they they do this uh, food delivery for a living, but it looks like there's still later labor shortage, and actually it's quite expensive as well. Um, so one of the constraints a lot of the delivery platform have is to just to find uh, drivers to do the deliveries. Um, uh, so having uh, having robot doing the essentially the last mile, maybe the last ten miles, uh, really alleviate that pain and and also reduce reduce the cost. So a lot of the robot uh, delivery platform we see these days, uh, they they they're not fully autonomous, but they do have an operating team that drive it autonomously. So ultimately you can have one person driving multiple robots. Um, so that will essentially reduce the cost of delivering a sandwich, for example, by literally uh, five or 10 fold. Uh, so therefore eventually uh, you, will, you, will, you will reduce the cost of delivering uh, per delivery. Uh, at, we call them human, human uh, parity, meaning it's cheaper than have a human deliver. And ultimately it will be even cheaper than than human, uh, so fundamentally we will uh, reduce uh, uh, the cost of bring a sandwich from the kitchen to to your your door. What separates Segway Robotics from the other players in the market right now? Uh, we actually have uh, uh, multiple form factors, and also we 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 have accumulated uh, knowledge over probably. Past, I want to say 20 years because the, the first uh, robotic platform uh, in, started about almost like year 2000 when the company just founded. So it's really over tw 20 years of experience with, with robotics. Um, and also our combination of uh, uh, our experience in the micromobility industry and also the robotics industry uh, give us actually a huge advantage in terms of uh, scale, scalability. Uh, so uh, one of the things people might not know uh, is that we actually share uh, quite a bit the uh, manufacturing facility, design team, uh, talent, sometimes ideas uh, across different uh, different organizations. So so our engineers uh, they 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 had some cross platform experience working with uh, scooters, for example. Um, and, uh, and and if you remember, a few, probably a few episodes ago, we were talking about some robotic scooters moving around the, on the street to kind of uh, uh, rebalance themselves. Uh, so we are, we're doing a similar thing on the robotic side, and we're borrowing a lot of ideas, talent. Uh, and also uh, what's actually uh, quite meaningful is uh, sort of the ability to scale up uh, our product or production uh, very quickly. Uh, with our partners and, and and help them sort of deploy very quickly uh, in 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 this sort of fast-pacing world. 
Speaking of fast pacing on a personal note, I have to ask you this because it must be so cool to work for such a cool company and you're working with robots. It's a dream for so many people out there. So can you share anything about your experience working with a company that really prides itself on being on the cutting edge of, of everything that can come in the future? Yeah, I guess um, one thing I can say is that uh, one is we are truly a global company, which means I I almost have to work around the clock <laughs> so because because we do have the uh, sales marketing team here and, and engineering and business development side uh, on the U.S. side, but also we have engineers and also manufacturing production folks in in China, so the whole supply chain. Uh, we also have customer in Europe. So it's basically, uh, we almost have to kind of work around the clock. Um, and the other thing is nowadays, there's a uh, different uh, advantage uh, on either side of the, the ocean. Uh, so um, uh, on the US side, we're very close to the custom customers, uh, close to the market, uh, and a lot of the innovation ideas and entrepreneurs. Uh, on the other hand, we actually are closer to the manufacturing base and also a lot of the sort of prototyping and those things happen on the ground uh, in, in China as well. So I guess we're truly sort of global team, um, but also we try to stay nimble uh, because it, it's the, the space is so rapidly changing. We kind of have to adapt to that as well. Uh, so um, in, in some way, uh, we will almost have to be on, the, on our toes all the time. Uh, to keep up with the technology, keep up with the competition, um, and I say most importantly is to serve our customers uh, to meet their need quickly. I have to ask: Are you all? Because I'm just taking an image here. Are you all on segways and robots as you're traveling from from office to desk to desk? Do you even walk in a company like that? I just need to know. Or do you want to keep it secretive? <laughs> we try to use our product as much as I can. <laughs> uh, U U.S. is actually not as friendly as uh, uh, some other countries in terms of uh, uh, like scooter or segways and whatnot. But uh, to confirm that, I I do ride scooters and 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 segway to to work when I was in China. Uh, in the U.S., I, I try my best if I could, and sometimes even go on the street and testing. So, it's, for example, if I'm traveling to California, I I will usually just use a use a segway app and scan a, a, our own product. Or sometimes our customers' product, I would just write from point A to point B just to test the product, making sure they're, they're, they're good quality and everything. I immediately think of the Jetsons. I just think it has to be the coolest thing ever. So any final thoughts as we're wrapping up here, Tony? Oh, um, yeah. I think this is actually quite exciting time for, for everyone, especially people in the robotic industry. Um, I think um, the, the industry fundamental definitely is here. and We are seeing some uh, really exponential growth in this space, there's a lot of uh, operating companies that runs robot uh, uh, operation or delivery company. And there's also oh, obviously competitors coming into the space as well. Um, and, and also there's a, a lot of buzz in the market talking about this as well. So we are in the phase that uh, in the beginning, the robotics space is a very hyped space uh, without too much uh, real deployment, um, almost for the past 10 years. Um, but we are seeing some real deployment on the on the ground, uh, both indoor and outdoor. You start to seeing real robots and doing things, um, not just in the back end and the warehouse and factories, but also in the restaurant in front of customers and coming to your home. 
Um, so this is actually a really exciting time, and uh, we're actually seeing some real, real deployment. So we're, we're really excited to see this really come to fruition uh, after so many years of de uh, development since since the early days of uh, Segway founding days, twenty almost twenty years ago. So this is actually really a good time to be in the industry. I would say exciting is an understatement because it, it really is just thrilling to see where technology is taking us. Tony Ho is the vice president of Segway Robotics. We've been talking about from kitchen to your dining table or your door, uh, so many options there. And as I said in the beginning, we all eat food. We all love to eat food, depending on where you're eating it. And Segway is getting in there and making it a lot easier and really being a game changer with so many companies. Totally. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Tony, for joining me today. This has been wonderful. And thank you for listening out there to the Simply Moving podcast from Segway Robotics. I am your host, Michelle Don Mooney, and we hope to see you soon.